Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mitchell Shares. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell Hart. Where's my job to share something useful, something helpful, something you might look back on and be like, damn, that was a pretty good idea listening to that episode. So here we go on today's. I want to talk about taxes, but not in the traditional sense. See, there's the standard kind of taxes that we all know and don't love. The kind of taxes you got to pay every year on April 15th or March 15th if you're a business owner. But nah, 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 nah. See, what I'm talking about is a little bit different. And I picked this concept up from one of my virtual mentors, Ryan Holiday. I've talked about Ryan on a, a couple episodes, both in the, the virtual mentors episode as well as the episode about meeting your heroes and the power of meeting your heroes and the effect that meeting Ryan Holiday had on me. And Ryan Holiday is a great example of a virtual mentor for me who I can constantly look to for guidance, for advice via his writing, via his books, via his newsletter, via the many articles he puts out. At this point, Just like in the virtual mentor podcast I spoke about, now I've really been able to break down what his principles are, how he lives. And what's really cool is once you have a few of these guiding lights, a few of these different virtual mentors, you can see how they all kind of live their lives and where their similarities are, as well as where their differences are. And... So a few of the, you know, my go-to virtual mentors that I've mentioned previously are Brian Holiday, Aubrey Marcus, Tim Ferriss. Let's just, just, just those three alone. The, what's funny is they're, they all have different approaches. And one aspect of Ryan's that I really like is he's just very practical, very realistic, And he's a great example of how age doesn't matter. Ryan is a couple years younger than me. I'm 32 right now. I believe he's 30. I correct myself. I'm 32. He's 31. And so he is most well known for his book, The Obstacle is the Way. But he's accomplished many other things. But he is... is big into stoicism and he's done a great service in this world by bringing stoicism into modern times and translating it for people like you and I to help let us integrate it into our lives. And he's got this book, The Daily Stoic, that some of y'all may already be familiar with. Y'all may get down on I'm reading this thing on a daily basis. Um, I don't read it every day, but I, I definitely... Um, keep it as something that I can always go back to if I'm looking for uh, something to set the tone for my day or want to reconnect with um, some stoic philosophy in the morning. I crack it open. Sometimes I'll go to the today's date or sometimes, uh, you know, I'll I'll just bang out a bunch in a row because they're only a page long. You feel me? So when he he uh, has got one on April 15th called Pay Your Taxes. And it's really about, I love it because it talks about how taxes are not, how 
your income taxes are not the only taxes you pay in life. And how if you can understand this, if you can reframe the many things in your life that you may not find enjoyable, but that are simply the cost of doing business, are simply requirements to do the things that you do love, um, or that are inherent in some of the things that you have to do. And this reframing can be extremely helpful. I'm going to do a, um, a quick mic check, so just pause with me for a sec. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. So I'm, I'm going to read um, one paragraph from this section, this chapter of the Daily Stoic titled, Pay Your Taxes. And it comes on April 15th, but I want to talk about it right now because it's relevant 24-7, 365. All right. So here is the paragraph from Ryan Holiday's The Daily Stoic, April 15th, Pay Your Taxes. Income taxes are not the only taxes you pay in life. They're just the financial form. Everything we do has a toll attached to it. Waiting around is a tax on traveling. Rumors and gossip are the taxes that come from acquiring a public persona. Disagreements and occasional frustration are the taxes placed on even the happiest of relationships. Theft is a tax on abundance and having things that other people want. Stress and problems are tariffs that come attached to success. And on and on and on. So in this reframing, we come to understand, we can start using this word or this framework of taxes because we know that taxes are the cost of doing business when it comes to living in this country, the U.S., when it comes to having a job, when it comes to making money, when it comes to wanting to have Roads that are paved. Schools that people can go to for free, right? So here's, here's why it just popped up for me today. And I'll give you this an example because maybe it's relevant to you right now. See, I just got back from a week back home. Back home uh, in Massachusetts. Spent a couple nights in Boston. Kicking it with the friends. Went to a Celtics game. Also, I spent about five nights back home on a small little horse farm I grew up on, Spring Hill Farm. And I had the the whole fam there, right? Like, and y'all know how family goes. We all love each other, but it's a little crazy when we all get in one room. It's a little much, right? And for me, where I've got this life, you know, that... I've been working on for 32 years that's led to, you know, being kind of, my life is based around all these various optimizations and evolutions into my current lifestyle, my current living situation. And so any sort of travel, you know, obviously breaks that routine, but the holidays are, are kind of, uh, you know, that to the nth degree. And, you know, so it's a week of you need to be around family, be around, be around friends. You know, it's cold back home. We're talking 20, 30 degrees. So it's much harder to just get out, do my walks, go for exercise, take a break. Um, it's not that kind of lifestyle. You feel me? So, so I was just going for a run 
and I was kind of processing this past week with the family because while I was there, you know, in it, there are just some moments that are tough. I'm like, damn, this feels like for some reason, we, you know, everybody in the family goes off and evolves and becomes their own adult person and living their own life. And like everybody in my family is doing cool things. We're all living cool lives. Um, but then, <laughs> then you get us all in one room and it's like it's like everybody, all the all the dynamics, the family dynamics, the interpersonal dynamics like revert back to it feels like they revert back to adolescence and everybody is like and granted this guy this gets better every year you know what i'm saying but it's still to some degree it's there you got that feeling of whatever those feelings of of uh related to your parents related to your siblings related to being in the town you're in and I, a lot of it i'm like damn I ain't feeling this. I don't know if I can keep doing this every year, coming back for the holidays. Like, I don't know if this, like, if I can straight up handle it. Um, and I know family can be challenging for a lot of people, so you can probably relate. But, you know, there's also, <laughs> there's so so many great things happen when I'm home, right? I got to hang out with my little nephews. I got to spend time on the farm I grew up in. It's a beautiful place. I got to share moments with my parents that, well, a lot of those moments might not be fun when, you, you know, they're the parents. My mom, my mom likes to act, ask nagging questions that she's not trying to trigger me, but <laughs> sometimes she triggers me. And I'm like, Mom, come on now. You can't be asking those questions. Um, like, we're trying to have a good, peaceful time right now. You feel me? And so... Some there's still some beautiful moments with my parents, and then you know I get to see my friends from home, and that's a beautiful thing. But <laughs> seeing my friends from home usually means drinking hard, <laughs> and and like that's not really something I do anymore. And the repercussion, largely because of the repercussions. I mean, drinking can be a lot of fun, especially with your with your good friends, and if you're not, you know, you're staying in control. Getting loose is still a blast. Um, but it's the repercussions and, you know, I just drinking like in that situation, I know it's going to derail me from my routines and from the business I needed to handle over the break. So, you know, then there's not sleeping in your own bed. There's, you know, just less going on and, you know, everything's built around eating and all this stuff. Right. Um, and so through a lot of it, I'm like, damn. I don't know if I can keep doing this. I don't know if I can keep coming home for for Christmas. Like, um, But then what's funny, I got back, you know, I got back, get back here in Austin, and I'm like, man, you know, you got a whole new appreciation for your for your situation and, you know, having having my, my time back on my own schedule and all these things and, you know, the distractions removed and all these things. Um, but so... This idea of taxes like just popped in my head the other night, and I was like, you know what? Well, actually, I'm gonna change that. So I was just out going for a run, and this idea of taxes popped in my head, or it just became. It was just like, man, 
you know, because once you get time to process and let it go, I'm like, damn, you know, there were, you look at all the pictures from the, from that time home, and you're like, damn, that was special. You know, that was special. Like, I'm, I survived that. <laughs> I made it back alive in one piece. I might have put on like 10, 15 pounds, but, you know, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of love. And, and uh, you know, it's important that I be there. And, uh, you know, so it kind of, it was just funny. I was going for a run and I'm like, man, it's taxes. Like <laughs> going home, going home for the holidays and during situations that might, you might not enjoy, um, you know, not having your, your time to yourself, your routines, all these things like that's taxes. That's taxes on getting the love from your family that year-round love, that's taxes on that love, that support, that's ongoing 24-7. That's taxes on having people who've been there for you your whole life. That's taxes on parents who raised you and provided for you. And, you know, if that's the cost of doing business, <laughs> one one week, that's kind of... Uh, Test your test your mental fortitude and, you know, throws a wrench in your health plans and all that. If that's taxes on being part of a family, if that's taxes on having the love and support of my family and my hometown friends, then I'm going to pay my fucking taxes. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I'm going to pay my taxes. And in that reframe, it's not like, oh, this, that, like, I need to delete that to make my life better. It's like, nah, man, like, that's just the cost of doing business, bro. Like, you got to accept that, that that's taxes. So that's the main concept I wanted to share with you today. And, you know, think of... uh when you reframe as taxes, it's similar to reframing things in terms of like what you can control and what you can't control. It's taxes for the most part. Yeah, you can reduce them. I had a great accountant. He's good at reducing. But taxes are built in and it, figure out where to accept them and roll with it. Um, so that's the general concept. This is just a draft one. I want to come back and talk about taxes more in this concept because I think it's helpful. But uh, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>